tonight, I believe God is looking for some people that won't change, amen, love the Lord and get in this thing for the right reason, amen. I do believe we got some folks that are playing church. And it, playing time's over, amen. You better, you better get serious about what you're doing for the Lord Jesus Christ and how you're living your life for the Lord, amen. Uh, everything that we see that's going on right now from the White House, uh, amen, all the way to the church house, the devil is behind it. We're not fighting Joe Biden, amen. And listen, the Bible tells us that we're not fighting flesh and blood, uh, amen. It's against principalities and powers. Hours, amen, in high places, uh, amen, and the devil is behind this. He has an agenda, by the way, uh, and if he had his way tonight, he would shut this church down, uh, have us go home with our tail between our legs, uh, amen, and never worship God again. Uh, but I got news for him, uh, amen. Jesus told Peter upon this rock, and he wasn't talking about Peter, he was talking about himself. He said, upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it amen they're going to rumble and they're going to do everything they can amen but you just hold on amen stay where you are don't get out now amen you better learn bless God now's the time to fight this thing amen we've been preaching for years we in a war amen this is a battle and it is, amen. And I believe it's fixing to get intense. Amen. I believe it's fixing to intensify. Amen. What's fixing to happen in this nation spiritually, amen. And if you're not ready for it, isn't it amazing last year at this same time how it caught us off guard? I mean, listen, we're not ignorant of this thing now. It should not catch us off guard now, bless God. We know better, amen. We know better now. God, that's right, preacher, amen. He's the only one that can, by the way. I'm glad we got help. I'm glad we, we've got strength, amen. Jesus, amen, is our help tonight. Thank you, preacher, for letting me come this week. It's this. Amen. I, I love this man with all my heart. I told him that the other night when he come up here. I said, I love you with all my heart. Amen. And I do. And I'm going to try my best. Amen. To help you tonight. To do what we can for the Lord. I promise you, and you can ask Preacher Jeff, I was in church this morning, and right when I got through preaching, I, I thought I was going to sit down and enjoy Brother Todd Black preaching. Amen. When the Lord just gave me a thought, and I told Brother Jeremy, sit beside me, I said, man, you pray for me. God gave me a thought. And I, if the Lord wants me to preach this, say, man, I'm going to preach it. So yeah. I told uh, Brother Jeff Duncan when I, we got out of church, I said, brother, I just need to go to that pastor's chamber you said you got for me. Amen. Because I need to go study. God gave me a thought. If you have your Bibles tonight, Luke chapter 9. Have him, Lord. Have him, Lord. Luke chapter 9. You find out we'll stand. Yes, Lord. Something happens here. Now, the heading of my Bible, and I don't know what yours is. I don't know what kind of Bible you have. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> hope it's a King James Bible. <laughs> if it's not a King James Bible, you'll just go ahead and throw the thing out in the aisle, and we'll pick it up at the end of the service and throw it in the trash for you. Amen. Somebody say Amen. Amen. Verse 57. That's it, Lord. The heading of my Bible right above that verse says this, the high cost of discipleship. Uh-huh. Now, if y'all don't say that, I'd get me nothing. <laughs> the high cost of discipleship, and listen to what the Lord says in these four or five verses. And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. Now that's what the man said. The word of God said he said it, amen. And listen to Jesus' response to this man. Uh Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes, 
and the birds of the air have nest, but the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay his head. And he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Mm. Jesus said unto him, I like this, let the dead bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And he And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And here's the response that the Lord gave. No man, I don't care who you are, what you think you are. Jesus, Brother Scott, said, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. That's what the Lord said to these three fellas. Amen. Father God, we want to thank you once again for the privilege that we had to call on your name tonight, God. Lord, I thank you for your presence tonight, God. I'm glad Jesus is in the house tonight, Lord. And God, I pray, Lord, for your help tonight, God. The thought, Lord, that you've laid on my heart tonight, God. Lord, I pray, God, your word will go forth and do exactly what needs to be done here tonight, God, in every heart, God, in every home, Lord, would you move and revive your people tonight, God. Lord, help our nation tonight, God. America's in trouble and God, we need you right now, Lord. We need you, Lord, to move tonight, God, like you've never moved before. God, I don't know anybody's heart in this building but my own. God, if there's anybody, one person, it don't matter, God, if there's anybody here, Lord, and they don't know you. In the free pardon of sin tonight, God, they've never been saved. Lord, would you move tonight? God, speak to that heart. God, save that precious soul tonight, God. Lord, would you help us all tonight, God? Lord, would you help us to be sincere? God, would you help us tonight, Lord, to sell out in this very service tonight, God? Lord, would you move in our hearts and help us, Lord? And Father, we'll thank and God, we'll praise you for all that you do in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen. I want to preach on this thought. And here, here's the thought God gave me right in the middle of church service this morning. I hope you don't think bad about me, okay? I don't know why outside the Lord, and, and Brother David's here tonight, and he'll know this is a true story, okay? I got to thinking about my uncle. I preached his funeral about five or six years ago. His name was Danny Haney. And Danny had never been saved. It's my mom's brother. And his wife, my Aunt Cheryl, she also got saved. And she's still there at the church. Hey, man, she's still a member where I pastored at. Her husband was my uncle. And he never, he never worked a public job. Never. His whole life, he never worked a job. Their house is paid for. Her car is paid for. Everything they had when the man died was paid for. And here's how he did it. He did it by gambling. He played poker his whole life. I asked him when I was going to see him because he got real bad sick and I, I led him to the Lord. I said, Uncle Danny, I want to know something. I said, all these years, you never worked a job. You never held down a job. You never labored like most men do. And you paid all this off. And you got everything set for Aunt Cheryl. I said, How? How did you do that? He said, playing poker. I said, but how? How did you make that kind of money? He said, son, you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. He said, there's a time that you can go all in. But when you go all in, he said, you're either going all in the right way or you're bluffing when you do it. He said, and when you go all in and you're bluffing, he said, you better be able to put on a poker face. Because if you don't, those that are sitting in front of you is going to know that you ain't real. That what you're holding ain't right. And I got to thinking about that in church this morning, what he told me six years ago. 
I want to preach on this thought tonight. All in. Are you really all in for the Lord Jesus Christ? Or do you come to church, hey man, and you've been, you, you know, you know how to put on a poker face in the house of God and it can't nobody tell the difference and they don't know that you're just bluffing your way through this tonight. Amen. See, I believe there's some folks bluffing tonight. Hey man, I, I believe there's some folks that come in our churches, amen, and, and, and they, they've got on that poker face. I said, how, how do you do that? Yeah. He says, here's how you do it. He said, you don't look nobody eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got your number, see. <laughs> Preacher, you ever had them go out the door and they just shake your hand and here's what they always say. That's a good message, bro. Yeah. But they won't look at you. Hey, man, they won't look at you eyeball to eyeball. I said, Danny, how, how? How did you do that all these years? He said, you learn how to do it. I, hey, man, you don't look nobody eyeball to eyeball. He said, you don't raise your hand. You don't look up. You don't lift your head. Yes, some of y'all I know. Sitting in a house of God, amen, won't lift up your head, won't lift up your hand. You know why? Because you've learned how to come in the house of God and put on a good poker face and let everybody think you're right with God and you're saved and you're on your way. You better get right and quit playing around on God tonight, amen. We're too close to this thing being over right now. Amen. We're too close. Amen. We're in the midnight hour and dawn is fixing to come. And the Lord at daybreak, the bridegroom is going to come and we're going to go. And there's going to be a lot of people left behind tonight. All in is not a frame of mind. I'm all in tonight. All in is not an opinion. Hey man, all in is an action that one must take. Being all in is a statement, hey man, that you're telling us that you're going to follow Christ no matter what. I'm going to follow the Lord. Hey man, I'm going to go with Jesus. Well, that's what they said. But Jesus knew in their heart they were bluffing. Amen. Jesus knew in their heart. Amen. They put on that poker face. Amen. And they were bluffing when that man said, Lord, I'll follow thee wherever, wheresoever thou goest, I'll go. And Jesus said, let me tell you something. The foxes, they have holes and the birds of the air have nests. He said, but the son of man, he said, I don't even have a place to lay my... And what he was saying is, if you're going to follow me, it ain't going to be easy. Amen. I didn't read where the man come back and followed him. Because when we really get serious about this matter about following the Lord. There was a time they came to him. Hey man, and he fed every one of them. And then they all come back because they wanted to be fed again. Hey man, and then he said, let me tell you something. Hey man, if you're going to follow me, you got to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Here it is daily. And the Bible says many of them turned and walked away and never came back and followed him. You know why? Because they were bluffing. They were bluffing. They weren't real. Amen. If there's one thing God's looking for tonight, amen, is somebody to be real. Amen. Listen, being all in is a decision that tells this world, you may not be a preacher, but you're all in. You may not be a singer, but you're all in. You may not be a Sunday school teacher, but you're still all in. You may not be a deacon in the church, but you're still going to follow the Lord. I might just be a layman in the house of God, but I'm going to come and I'm still going to follow Jesus. Amen. Can I say this? This is absolutely, amen, the truth. There's no telling what God could do in a church where everybody was all in. 
There's no telling tonight what God could do in this nation. Amen. Amen. If everybody that professed to be saved, amen, was really all in for the right reason and following Jesus for the right reason, there's no telling what God could do with America. Amen. And if there's one thing we need tonight, it's for everybody to be all in this thing right now. Amen. And if you're not all in, you better get all in. Amen. Now, now watch this. All in. Amen. I, I believe when you get all in, it'll be a personal sacrifice. He said, I will follow thee. He didn't say, Lord, my wife's going to follow you. Amen. It's a good thing your spouse is saved. Amen. But you ain't going to get to heaven because your spouse is saved. Amen. He didn't say, Lord, I'm going to send my children to follow you. And it's a good thing to have your children saved and following God. But you ain't going to get saved. Amen. And you're not going to go to heaven because you send your kid to church. Thank God for the best ministry. Thank God for those that labor and go out and get children and amen and sick folks and bring them into church and people that can't drive. Thank God for it, amen. But that don't mean you got a ticket to get in. Amen. God help us tonight. It's a personal thing. He said, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. Are you all in tonight? Amen. Are you? Well, if you're all in and it's a personal sacrifice, you'll be all in, hey, in your attendance. Don't get quiet on me. I'll come preach at your pew now. Hey, man, I I believe God is sick and tired of this up and down, in and out mess that's going on in our churches tonight. He's looking for some faithful people that'll sell out to God and get all in. And when Sunday comes, hell or high water, we gonna be in the house of God. Amen. It amazes me where they'd rather be. It amazes me now what they'd rather be doing, preacher. Amen. I'm going to follow the Lord. Wherever thou goest, Lord, I'm going. Oh, but isn't it something? Amen. Come Sunday morning, we have found other places to attend and other places to go. And listen, I know everybody needs to get away. I understand that. I understand that, preacher. Hey man, but it ain't every week. It ain't two or three times a month. Hey man, God help us. Hey man, we need to get all the way in. And if you're gonna get all the way in, you'll be all the way in in your attendance to the Lord's house. Hey man. Hey man, listen. They were all in. When you go back and read Acts chapter two. Oh my, amen, in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Amen, Jesus told them where to go. He's told us where to go too, amen. You said God led you to this church. You ought to be faithful to the church. If you said this is the place of worship that God told you to join, you ought to back this man up, amen, and be in your place. They were all there in one accord on that day. In one place, in one accord. A hundred and twenty of them. Yeah, it wasn't just men. That ain't what my Bible says. It's, amen. The Bible says that it was Mary and those other women that were gathered there, amen. And they were in the house of God. And because they were in one place, all of them, and suddenly they came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them, amen, tongues like as a fire. And it set upon every one of them. God help us. We're missing out on the power and presence of God when we're not in His house. Amen. It was all about, hey man, it was about all of them, not some of them. Hey man, hey, they realize if we're going to do this, hey man, we've all got to be there. I've got a place in the house of God, and so do you, amen. Somebody made this statement, it about made me throw up. 
Somebody made this statement, preached Scott. Said, well, I guess since you're evangelizing, you don't have to go to church like you used to. Amen, Amen, preacher. I said, have you lost your mind? Amen. Have you really lost your mind? I told my wife we joined in Springwood. I said, bless God, we need a place that we can call home. Amen. You need a place to go to church when I ain't, I ain't, I ain't tired. Amen. And when I'm gone, you need a, bless God. He gave you a place. Amen. You ought to be all in it, in your attendance tonight. Amen. We're teaching our children. We're teaching a generation that's already in trouble. That you don't have to be faithful to the house of God. I'd like for you to tell that to them 120 believers. Amen. That was in that one place. All together at one time. Amen. Listen, it was it was about all of them. Amen. And what God did in that service, God did it for every one of them. And I'm telling you, amen, if you listen, isn't this something all I hear now? Oh, so-and-so's got this. No, so-and-so's got that. No, so-and-so's doing it. Oh, so-and-so. Hey, it's the same God. Amen, man. He might do it for you too if you just get faithful in your attendance. Amen. We're so wishy-washy. We're teaching a generation to be wishy-washy. And if there ever was a time in this nation for God's people, preacher, amen, to show what we need to be in order to be and got to be in this thing is all in, all in. Amen, if you ain't all in, you might as well get all out. Here's the amen. I know you. You got one foot in and you got one foot out. You might as well go ahead and kick them both out. It ain't doing you a bit of good. Amen. They were all in. And that day the fire, the fire and the power of God fell on them. They were all in. Amen. Can I say this tonight? God knew the importance of being all in. Amen. All in. That's why Jesus instructed his disciples to tarry in Jerusalem. You all stay there. Don't let any of them leave. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you get in that place and you lock yourself up in that place. Hey, and you know what amazes me? It doesn't say how long right. that they tarried. It doesn't say how long they had to stay there, but they stayed there, amen. And that's what we need to grab a hold of tonight. There is a place. It's called the house of God that you need to get in. And bless God, stay in. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 24 and verse 9. And behold, I send the the promise of my Father upon you. Amen. He said, upon you. He said, I'll send it. The promise of my Father. He said, I'm going to send it to you. Here's what he said. But Terry, if you want it. He said, but Terry, you in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Hey, man, I'm glad. Hey, listen, what he did for them, y'all, he'll do for us. Hey, man, the power that fell on them can fall on us. We just got to get serious enough to get all in. Amen. I wonder what would happen tonight. He said, you stay there until... You be endued with power from on high. And that word until means they had no idea when it was going to happen. They just knew it was going to happen. You stay in church until, until when? Until he comes and takes us out of here. Amen. We've got so many right now on the outside looking in. We've got so many that have walked away. We've got so many that's not faithful, amen. Listen, I I, I believe tonight, amen, if we want God to move and we want the power of God in our churches, it's going to take God's people getting all the way in. All, All the way in. I said all the way in. Amen. For the right reason. He did not make 
flyers and pass them out to the community and say, the power of God going to fall next Sunday. You need to be there. He didn't get on the phone call and on the one call and sending out, we're going to have dinner Sunday. You need to be there. I don't even see where they said they're going to have a song service or a guest preacher. Amen. They didn't have none in that. He just said, you go and you stay there and you tarry there until you be endued with power. Here's what happens. I wonder what would have happened on the third. They weren't free will Baptists. We know that. Bless God on the third day and they done been there. He ain't come, he ain't coming. If he ain't done come by now, he ain't going to show up. We might as well pack up and go home. Hey man, this thing ain't going to happen. I wonder why we're lacking power in the house of God, preacher. I wonder why we're lacking power in our own homes. Hey man, why we're not endued with that kind of power tonight. Could it be, amen, that we have said the very same thing tonight? Amen, I might as well go home. It ain't happened by now. God ain't going to move. I wonder how many preach. Don't raise your hand. But I I do wonder sometimes because I heard it. I heard this statement one time. I'm just going to leave because I ain't getting fed down there. Let let, let me tell you something about getting fed, okay? You got to come to be fed. Yeah. Amen. And then, and then when you get there, you got to sit at the table. Amen. You can't sit there, bless God. You got to pull yourself up to his table. You got a desire to be fed. God, feed me. God, feed me. God, touch my preacher. What are you doing on Saturday night? I tell you what you ought to be doing. Praying for the man of God that he'll feed you on Sunday morning. Amen. You know what we're doing now? Huh? I hate them things. If you spend more time in God's book than you do on Facebook, I ain't going to ask you how many people in here got Facebook. He probably done dealt with it already, amen. I don't have it. And I don't want it. You wouldn't want me on Facebook. <laughs> I'd have done blowed you up. <laughs> They'd have took me off, preacher. <laughs> They'd have, yeah, they'd, they'd have done us like they did the president. <laughs> Cut you off. Shut you down. Yep. Shut your mouth. You ain't talking like that. Yep. Because I'm telling the truth. You're right. If you're going to get all in, you ought to be all in in your attendance. Amen. Amen. You ought to be all the way in. I know it's personal. They took it personal. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. The Bible says, watch this. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brethren. They were all in. They were all in the same place. They were all praying the same prayer. They were all filled with the same power. They were all, hey, they all had the same passion. And they all preached the same message. (laughs) Amen. And that's exactly what we need right now is for everybody to get all in this thing. Amen. It amazes me how how many messages are being preached in America and some of it ain't even got anything to do about him. Yeah, yeah. It's about them. Yeah. 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 Are you all in in your attendance? Not only should you be all in in your attendance, I done lost half of y'all. <laughs> he ain't going to preach me like that. I ain't. The Holy Ghost is though. <laughs> This will ring in your ear about midnight tonight. Uh Amen. Because you're already planning on what you're going to do Sunday and the house of God didn't even have no no place in it. Amen. God help us tonight. Not only was it all in in their attendance, but it was all in in their assets. Amen. Amen. Jesus was not a used car salesman. (laughs) 
Amen. He didn't gloss over the facts. He told them the facts. He said, any of you, because he looked in their heart, he saw their bluff. He called their bluff. He said, any man, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is even fit for the kingdom of God. And he watched these people. He listened to what they were saying, Scott. He didn't gloss over. He told them. Here comes this man, the Bible says, volunteering them to be a follower, a disciple. Lord, I'll go with you wheresoever thou goest, I'll go. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 19, the Bible says, Tell us, he was, the Bible says he, he, he was a scribe. This means this man that came to him and, and told him this. The Bible, if you go back and read Matthew's account of it, it says this man was a scribe. You know what that means? That means he knew the scriptures. Yeah. Not only did he know the scriptures, but it was his job to copy them and hand them out. Yeah. He's a scribe, amen. He was supposed to be helping others, amen. Yet the Lord looked at him and knew his heart and said, you're bluffing. I wonder how many Sunday school teachers we got teaching God's word are bluffing. Hey man, you ain't serious about it. Hey man, you probably don't even study the word of God in your lesson until around 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Preacher, oh preacher. Oh, I got to get in there studying now. I got to teach in the morning. Amen. I wonder how many get in the pulpit on Sunday morning and they didn't even study for a message. Amen. Then they get up and they, I got this. I ain't got this, preacher. Amen. I found out a long time ago, and you better listen. You can't do this without him. Amen. You'll make a mess of it. You're going to fall flat on your face. Amen. Jesus looked at them. Amen. They were scribes. They knew the scriptures. Amen. They're supposed to be helping others. Amen. Publicly giving out the word of God, giving out the scriptures. And Jesus looked at him and said, You're a phony. You're bluffing. Say, You're going to follow me. And you ain't even all in this thing. See, your assets. Remember the lady. Jesus standing there. And they were all bringing in the treasure. Well, y'all better be glad he don't stand in here when we take up tithes now. Good Lord. Come on, preach. And he turned and looked at all of them and said, this woman has put in more than you all. The Bible says she put in two mites. The Bible says she put in two mites. Go back and read Matthew chapter 12. Verse 41 says, this woman, amen, she, he says she put in more than you all. Because she gave of her heart. See, Jesus looked at her and saw somebody that was all in. Because she gave it all up, amen. Oh, I I know how you are, you Ananias and Sapphire. I read Acts chapter 5 too, amen. Hey, those said, amen, they were all distributing, they were all giving, amen, giving up their assets, amen, that everybody could be fed, that everybody could be taken care of, amen. Oh, but they was too, amen, you know what they were? Bluffing. You know what they were? Phonies. You know what they were? Full of the devil, amen. The Bible says Ananias conspired with his wife. Woo! Now, honey, we're going to sell this property, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep some of it. And we'll go in there and we'll tell them that we gave it all. It's all preacher, I just hear. I put all I had in. Did you? You better be careful. Amen. 
You better be, God requires yes, sir. 10%. And that's what he said, preacher. Your tithes and offerings. It amazes me. He said, will a man rob God? Yes, he will. How? In tithes and in offerings. Amen. And they come in the house of God, and you want to tell your pastor that you're all in. But you're not giving like you're supposed to, preacher. We, 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 we want to give God. Here it is. What he said in Malachi, your leftovers. He doesn't require it. God does. Amen. God does. And you better be careful because those two conspired with each other. Amen. Come in the house of God with their poker face on. Amen. Come in the house of God. Hey, I, I, I can imagine. I, I, I can see Ananias now coming to Peter. I sold the property. Here you go. Here's all uh-huh. I got. That's every yeah. bit of yeah. Wouldn't even look him in the face. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't even lift up his head. Uh-huh. But the Bible says he lied to the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And he dropped dead. Yeah. And they carried him out. Oh, yeah, ladies. And here she came. Did you sell that land? Sure we did. Did you give it up? Yes, we did. Why? Why did you lie like your, like your husband did to the Holy Ghost? And the Bible says she dropped dead right where yeah. she was. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You know why? You know why? Because they were bluffing. See, you can bluff me. You can bluff him. You can bluff Pastor Scott. You you can bluff this preacher, that preacher, and that preacher, and that preacher. But you can't bluff him. He already sees. He already knows what you're putting in, how many, how much of your assets are you giving to him? Oh, I'm going to follow you, Lord. I'm going to follow you all the way. But you ain't getting my billfold. I've been saving this up for a long time. It's mine. It don't belong to you. Bless God, you wouldn't have it had it not been for him. All in means... You are, you are pulling your share of the load. Amen. All in means, amen, that you're pulling your share of the work. It amazes me how many people in the house of God want everybody else to do it. Hey, we need this place cleaned. We need this done and we need that done. And we... But they never come. I know what I'm talking about. I pastored for 22 years. Amen. I know exactly how it goes, preacher. Amen. All in is a personal sacrifice. All in. All in, okay. When you say I'm all in, I'm going to follow God no matter what. I'm going to go with you, Lord, all all the way. You're, you're, You're serving your serving will be priority. And Jesus said unto them, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. Lord, I will, but suffer me first to go and bury my father. And Jesus looked at him and said, Let the dead bury their dead. There is a word that's used in verse 59. Watch this. And he said unto another, Follow me. 
But he said, Lord, suffer me first. Lord, suffer me first. What he was saying is, Lord, you're my master. You're you're my Lord. You're my Savior. But I have some things I got to go do first. Lord, I, I got some things I got to go take care of first. What he's saying is this. I need you to, I, I, I need you to just wait. Lord, Lord, Lord just, just give me something to do, but not right now. Lord, I, I know things need to be, but not right now. Because I got things I got to do. And the whole time, the house of God suffers, preacher. Amen. The kingdom of God suffers, amen. Because we want to attend to our things first. I got things I need to go do first, preacher. Don't, don't, don't ask me to teach that class. I don't know if you've had elections or not. I know they're fixing to come up in, at Fifth Street. I wonder how many are really dedicated in serving God and giving it all in service to the Lord. And we're willing to sacrifice our time. Bless him, Lord. We're willing to sacrifice our wants, our desires. To satisfy him. It amazes me, preacher Scott. We want the Lord to satisfy us. Thank you, Lord. But how many are willing to satisfy him? Amen. And he says, I will. I'll do it, Lord. But I need you to wait. Can I ask you a question and, and, and you answer it, okay? Is that going all the way in? Is it? No. That's, that's not all the way in. That's not going to get the job done, y'all. We're in trouble. Because here's what Jesus said. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. These things, hey man, listen, I, I know there's things that lost people can do that I can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, there's things lost people do that you should not do. Yeah, there's things, amen, that listen, there's things that God's people can do that only God's people yeah, can do. And God needs you doing God things, amen. Not worldly things, not carnal things, not fleshly things. God needs you doing godly things. I will, but I got things I need to do first. That's where we're at. We're not all in. We're not all in, amen. Can I say this? We better not preoccupy ourselves right now with dead things. Right. Right. Or dead people. Amen. That simply means you don't preoccupy yourself with those that are lost. Amen. Amen. You'll be hanging around God people. Amen. Amen. You'll, you'll be wanting to fellowship with God's people. Amen. Amen. We're so busy, amen. God help us attaining. I'm afraid that we're entertaining ourselves with the wrong people in the wrong places, amen. Are you all in this thing, y'all? One preacher said this, and I'm going to say it right now. If looks could kill, I'd be dead.
Are you all in? If you're all in, everything about you would be to glorify him. And I'll close with this. Jesus would be preeminent in your life. There's nobody like him. Ain't nobody ever done for me like he's done. Why should we be preoccupying ourselves with worldly things and worldly places? Amen. And listen, if you're all in, it's all about him. Nothing, nobody, amen. I love my wife. I do dearly. We've been married. This, it was made, I about forgot it. Lord help me. May the 14th was 38 years. I met a man told me they've been married this morning 61 years. I said, that's a testimony, son. Yeah. Man, how old were you when you got married? <laughs> 61 years. And I love her dearly. I love my children. Yeah. I love my grandchildren. Yeah. I made the statement, I make it again, we should have had them first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah, amen. But I don't love them more. Yes, sir, preacher. Then I love him. Amen. Yes, sir, preacher. Amen. 39 years, preacher. Yeah. He pulled me out of the gutter of sin, out of the muck and mire, yeah. amen, that yeah. I was yeah. in, out of the hell I was in, yeah. out of that place nobody loved me and cared for me yeah. but him, and he yeah. came to where I was, yeah. and he brought me up, and he brought me out. And I'm going to tell you something, there ain't a person, and there ain't a place, and there ain't a thing in this world that can take his place. Yeah. Yeah. He ought to be preeminent, and he will be if you get all the way in. Are you all the way? Lord, I follow you. Wheresoever thou goest, I'm going to go with you. He said, let me tell you something. Foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but I I don't even have a place to lay my head. And you're going to follow me? I don't see where he followed him. See, it, it, it'll, it'll cost you. Yes, sir. There's a word we don't use much anymore. It's You're called right. sacrifice. And here's what Paul said, and I'm closing. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice which is holy and acceptable unto you. Are you all in tonight, y'all? My pastor never did, preacher. Never had to. Called and asked me where I was. Never had to call my house and ask me, were we okay? Thirty-nine years. You know why? Because I met him. And I made up my mind I was going to go all the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm glad I did. Because you know what he told me? If you go all the way with me, I'll go all the way. And I'm glad he's been there every day. For 39 years he's been there. He ain't wavered from that. He made me a promise, amen, and he's still here. Amen, he's still with me when there ain't nobody else there. He's there. What we need tonight, we talk about revival. God changing America. He can. He can. If we go all the way in, tarry until. Now, I don't know how long until is going to be. Sometimes you just got to wait on the Lord. 
and stay till he shows up. And when he does, oh yeah, they turn that world upside down, preacher. They'll know it. Yeah. They'll know it. Yeah. I said, Danny, how? How did you do it all these years? And he said, You learn. He said, You forget about who you really are. He said, I, I had to forget that I was a husband and I was a daddy and I was a... Yeah, yeah. And there's people sitting on church pews right now that have lost touch of who they really are Amen. and what they really are. He sees you. He knows you. Mama's fooled, daddy's fooled, got your spouse fooled, you ain't fooling yeah. him. You know what we need? To, there's a word. Y'all, y'all ever seen that movie back before they had, I'm trying to close. Y- y- y'all, back before they had movies, silent movies, they had them masks, and everybody, you know, them th- painted up things. They called them hypochronomites. That's where we get our, 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 our word hypocrisy from, hypocrite. Because that, that paint, they would paint that smiley face on there and everybody come out and, you know, in a silent picture showing it and all have that mask on. But you didn't see the sad face that was behind it. You didn't see the discouraging face that was behind that mask. Some of you need to take that mask off tonight and get real and say, God, would you help me? get all the way in this thing what God could do in a church if all of God's people would get all the way in as we stand and they come and get us on